Hello and welcome to the Unorganized and Lost podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, and I'm here to prove you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams and getting lost isn't always a bad thing. Today's episode is on the art of why not. It's going to be a little bit like last episode where it's going to be kind of a story time that explains when why not really impacted my life. And it was in the years 2011 to 2012. 2012 was honestly one of the most insane years of my life just because it was so much new and exciting things all in one time period. And so this is like the perfect example of when why not was really implemented in my life and how impactful it became. In 2011, I was having a hard time because I was starting my third year of college. It was going to be my junior year and I was already on the five-year plan because Sac State was impacted at the time. I was still living at home. I was at the college that was outside of my hometown. And it, again, it had nothing against my hometown, but I just needed something new and needed a new experience and was kind of understanding that. And so I was, you know, traveling to all the colleges my friends were going to and just kind of visiting them over the weekends and going down to San Diego a lot and just really realizing that my friends were having these experiences that I truly wish I was having. My parents sat me down or like, hey, why don't you try to do something about it? And so they suggested applying to San Diego State. I was visiting San Diego a lot. I always really loved San Diego. I think it's just a beautiful place. And I was just always really intrigued by San Diego and San Diego State. I didn't, I actually think I applied going into my freshman year, but I didn't get in. So when he told me to apply, he's like, it's, it's different. Like you got pretty good grades your freshman year. I was on the Dean's list and um, things like that. I mean, it wasn't great at college. And so it was one of those things where I'm like, I don't think I'll get in, but he's like, it's state to state. Maybe you'll have a better chance. Screw it. Just apply. You have nothing to lose. So applied to San Diego state kind of as like a, um, I'll do it for you, but I truly don't think I'm going to get in. So I didn't really think much of it. Well, fast forward to, um, probably a couple months later, maybe a month later, um, these people came into our class and I don't know if you guys, if anyone ever had this happen but basically there was these people that would come into your class sometimes when the teacher was teaching and basically be like hey do you mind if we just do a like a minute speech basically talking about why we're on campus they did like a whole minute speech or whatever about how they're with international student volunteers and they're going to be doing a presentation later on campus about how you can volunteer abroad and how they kind of help you through it and kind of set everything up and you just kind of show up and you get to volunteer um in a different country and i Basically, they talked about how you can volunteer in Africa and possibly pet a cheetah. Well, that's intriguing. So somehow I went past my fear of going places alone and went to this pitch meeting. I go to their little pitch meeting and that they're doing all day or whatever, the certain time that it worked out with my classes. And they talk about how you can go to Southern Africa. And basically, if you apply now, you have a better chance of getting the country you want, yada, yada, yada. So... I think I, I want to say I scrounged up 10 bucks and like put in my application or just like put him, put in my application or something like that without talking to my parents or really telling anybody about it because I started to get really excited and I truly didn't think my parents were really going to say yes. Like I didn't know what they would say. Um, so I, I really prepared like, okay, this, they said I can get sponsors. These are all the things I can do over the, like the next however many months until, summer comes and I can raise money and I can earn my money and yada yada save and whatever be able to do this trip I go home to my parents and again I'm super nervous 
I think it's just like a normal family dinner or something. All of a sudden, I have this whole speech, like the whole spiel ready, and I probably get like a sentence or two in. And my parents stop me and basically just say the words, why not? Well, then my heart stops and I'm like, what do you mean? Why not? They're like, why not? Yeah, you seem like you have figured it out and you're going to figure it out. So why not? Well, shoot, I was kind of hoping you were going to say no. And to this day, those two words have changed my life. Not only in that moment, exactly, because I will never forget it. But throughout, honestly, the rest of 2012 and carried on through my life. So I start planning the trip. I'm getting, I'm starting to get a little bit less nervous. I find out that they assigned me to the Cheetah Center and that it's going to be a four week trip. I did, I'm going to do two weeks of volunteer and two weeks of a travel tour. And I'm just getting so excited. Well, once again, I had never been on a plane longer than an hour and a half by myself. So once we started booking the flights later on, like once I got farther down um, in the planning process, it ended up taking me 40 hours to get to Africa, which was insane. And somehow it didn't seem to phase me at the time. If I had to do that now, I don't know if I could survive, but we agreed to the four weeks. I get my parents on board. I'm now down. I'm getting more excited. I'm getting prepared. Well, all of a sudden I Skype one of my friends that I've known since middle school And she's telling me like, oh, like I told her about the whole like trip and I'm so excited. And she's like, oh, that's so cool. You should come here after for a week. I'm in Madrid. I'm studying abroad. And I'm like, oh, ha ha ha. We didn't really think much of it. I didn't even think I'd talk to my parents yet. Well, we get on the phone again later and she goes, hey, the person I was supposed to travel with the two weeks after I'm done with studying abroad in my apartment and everything bailed you should go with me. Like you should come stay in Madrid for a week in my apartment for free. And then we could travel the last two weeks together and then we can head home together. Cause I just don't think I can convince my parents that I need to go for three weeks in Europe when I've literally never been on a plane by myself longer than to San Diego, which is an hour and a half flight max. So once again, this time I was really less prepared for this going to my parents because I truly didn't think they'd be cool with it Um, because this one I can't get sponsored and like they'd have to really help me and I'd have to like pay them back and yada, yada, yada. So I kind of jokingly said it was like, hey, like my friend, they actually they knew her pretty well and we're like, yeah, why not? Absolutely. You should go. (sighs) Shoot. You know, when you really try to use your parents as a crutch to like get away with not having to do things because of fear or whatever reason you don't want to do them. Yeah. They just kept going. Why not? And it really, um, honestly sparked something in me because ever since 2012 and all the times they kept saying, why not to me, I feel like I've done some pretty cool things in my life because of that. Once they approved or like we decided like, okay, I'm going to the three weeks, whatever. We kind of start planning it. I'm starting to get less nervous and more excited. Uh, We're starting to buy a backpack and, you know, all the gear I need for traveling and things like that. One day I'm sitting in my parents' office and I'm doing homework and my mom comes in with kind of this pathetic, I'm really sorry face. You know that face that people give you like the very pity, I'm so sorry. They don't actually say it, but they look at you like that. Well, she slowly does that and then slowly hands me an envelope with, I don't know if anyone, you can't see my face, but I'm like making that like your eyes are squinting and you're just like, 
yeah, mm, sissy. And they just like hand you a piece of paper. So my mom does that. And um, it was a letter from San Diego State. Kind of forgot I applied. But here's this letter from San Diego State that is telling, like, I'm assuming because of every movie and TV show you've ever watched that if it's not a big envelope, I didn't get in. And my mom obviously thought the same thing, looking at me with so much pity and like slowly passing me the envelope and then scurrying away because she's like, um, because she 100% assumed it said no, like there's no reason why she shouldn't. I did actually get on the Dean's list my freshman year of college, but other than that, I was not good. I was not a good student. So my mom, assuming I didn't get into a really tough over impacted college was not rude was very um made sense so anyways I'm thinking the exact same thing she is and she walks away with such pity and in her face and scurries away well I go to open this letter with kind of sadness like dang it like that would have been epic how cool would it be if I can move to San Diego where my friends live and try something new and yada 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 but I already have this Africa trip whatever I go to open the letter like nonchalantly as I'm doing homework and um start to read it and stumble over one of the first words, which is congratulations. And I literally stopped. Like, I know I just stopped right now, but I, I feel like I'm reliving it. My heart stopped, my mouth opened, and I just sat there in shock. Because I'm like, look, they wouldn't write congratulations to someone they're trying to deny. This is super confusing. To give a little heads up, my family is very sarcastic. Very sarcastic. So, so... As I'm in shock, I don't even think I read the rest of the letter. I just saw congratulations and then panicked. Stood up from the chair and like slowly stumbled to the stairs as my mom's coming back up with laundry. I will not move out of the way. I'm just standing stone cold, face probably white, barely breathing, mouth wide open. And my mom is convinced I'm just putting on an act and is just starting to laugh at me because she thinks she's like, you didn't get in. Like, stop it. Like, I know you didn't stop trying to mess with me. You, you didn't get in. And so she's kind of making fun of me thinking that I'm just being sarcastic and trying to make like mess with her. And all of a sudden I just hand her the letter. That is the only movement that came out of my body was handing her the letter. And she looks at me and goes, well, you have to show dad. Cause she was in just as much shock. I don't think she knew what to do because she didn't know what I was doing because I had zero reaction. I wasn't screaming. I wasn't like, shouting I was so confused I would be going to San Diego that August if I did it like I there was no thought process going through my mind like I already made a big life decision by trying to go on this trip for seven weeks like what do you mean I got into San Diego State like that wasn't part of the plan to do all of this so walk downstairs hand the piece of paper to my dad again complete shock he has no idea what's going on and he reads it and just looks at me and goes well you're going right I get I mean, I guess, I don't know. So now I'm going to San Diego to move because I, I don't have a place. I'm now going to a new college and I'm going away for seven weeks of summer. There is no way I can find a place while gone on my trip. So it was like, our game plan was like, okay, well, I'm going to find a place so that when I get back, I can just kind of start packing and kind of figure out how I'm going to move down. But the only game plan was, is I need to pass my classes and I need to find a place to live because then I had to start thinking about Africa again. Cause now that's coming up. We go on Craigslist 
and I find this place that is all utilities, everything included. And you basically just rent a bedroom in this house. And he figures out who's going to live in the other bedrooms. And you just move in because it's fully furnished, has a pool. It's in walking distance of campus and utilities and everything are included. And you don't have to exchange money with your roommates. And so if your roommates don't pay, it's not on you. And I'm like, oh, this could work. This like done, done and done. We sign the lease, pay the money, whatever. Don't think about it again. So I go to Africa for four weeks, Europe for three, do my whole travels. And I come back and a week or two after coming back, maybe a month, I don't, the timeline's a little fuzzy, but a couple weeks, whatever, a couple weeks after getting back, I turned 21 years old in America, which means you can legally drink. So I had the time of my life, celebrated that. Two weeks later, or a week later, I am packing up and moving down the state to San Diego, which mind you, I have yet to see the place or meet any of my roommates. So now I'm re-freaking out because I realized that, yeah, you know, I just traveled. I, you know, slept in hostels with random humans and all this stuff, but like, I'm going to now live with strangers in a house I have never been to. And I just have to walk in because he mailed me the key. I just walk in. And this is how I'm going to meet my roommates is just like moving my stuff in. Yeah. To say the least, 2012, one of the best years of my life. Um, A lot of it had to do with the art of why not. And I think it is something that um, I still implement in my life. I sometimes need to remind myself to... Um, get back into that mindset because I feel like some of the most insane, cool, fun, um, and powerful and fulfilling experiences I've ever had in my life were because of the art of why not ended up being a great year, some crazy roommates. The crazy thing is, was the art of why not really implementing how all of a sudden I went from kind of this um, nonchalant lifestyle of I'm going to college, I'm living at my parents' house to because of the words, why not? I traveled to six different countries and two different continents and moved to a new city in my state. And yeah, it was wild. Um, so basically if there was anything you could get out of this random tangent, I just had, if I have any advice that goes along with this story, it's Take risks, really understand what your excuses are or what your reasoning is when trying to answer the words, why not, and break them down. And if they aren't that big of a deal or they aren't actual reasons and you can't answer the words, why not, then do it. Take the risk, start the business. Cutting through fear is so difficult at times, but so fulfilling because great things happen when you say, why not? That's the best advice I can give you. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you don't like these story times or you do, let me know. If you like when I interview people more, those are actually coming up. I have two or three more interviews that I actually have lined up that are going to come in the next few episodes. And I'm really excited for these guests. I think you guys are really going to like them um, and their stories. If you also have any ideas of people you'd like me to interview and hear their unorganized and lost story through their success and how um, 
they seem really organized or might not be, etc. Let me know that. And remember, you do not always have to be organized to follow your dreams and getting lost isn't always a bad thing. I will see you on the next podcast. Bye.